Well, hello and welcome to episode Greg Diesel Williams of the Two Tones. Lovely to be here, Tony. How's things? Uh, You're off the deathbed. Yes, I. Yes, I am. It was a sick bed that didn't transform into a deathbed. I need to speak to Forty Winks about that. Um, how are you going, Tony? Not bad at all, Tony. Just um, trying to, you know, get through the the first uh, round and uh, the disappointment. Mm. I guess it was the uh, the contest against Richmond. Um, in saying that, there are some positives to take away from mm. that, which we'll, I'm sure, discuss shortly. Yes, let's do that. Now, um, there were many new players who uh, debuted. <coughs> Excuse me, Caleb Marchbank. What did you make of his game? I thought Caleb Marchbank was absolutely superb. And um, you might recall last week uh, mentioned being made of um, of uh, Rance as the, uh, the you know one of the man. real danger yeah. men for Richmond because of his rebounding attributes as mm. a key defender. Well, I thought that's exactly what we got out of Caleb Marchbank. And and I think the great thing about Caleb Marchbank is that we can see that he's a player mm. that's probably going to hold that down that rebounding defensive post for the next decade. Yeah. I, I just thought he was absolutely superb and uh, probably was the pick of the, the debutants. However, in saying that, you know, we got glimpses of uh, McCready, yeah. um, Petrovsky, Seaton and Pickett. Yes, I was very excited by him, I've got to say. You were? Yeah, yes. I really was. Yes. Yeah, well, was I, some flashes there and I thought, wow, his skills. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Great to watch. Great to watch. Pickett almost uh, pulled yeah. off goal of the year, yeah. uh, you know, uh, in the second half. McCready showed that he was at home when he got the call up to come on, you know, yeah. and again, is a, a nice size of a, of a, of a boy and... Um, Look really comfortable out there. And Petrevsky seaton I think he got a touch pretty early on the mm. piece, which was enormous for his confidence. Yeah. And it was just magnificent to see that lateral movement, yes. you know, those sidesteps yeah. that um, the Indigenous players inherently, you know, mm. have. Um, so I think, you know, to be fair, and, and I'm sure all current supporters looking on would have felt this way, that, that um, we see the real future of the current football club embodied in players like Marchbank, Petrovsky, Seaton, McCready and Pickett. And um, I think that that was what probably all of us most took away from that game. Well, yeah, definitely from those uh, debutants. And there was certainly a lot of faith in um, in Sosser's plan and Sosser's vision and certainly his instincts as far as recruiting talent goes. So there was that. There were older heads who did um, – and when I say older, <laughs> I mean, this is – it's so <laughs> remarkable that you regard – Jakob Yittering. <laughs> well, he is an old head and a young body. Well, he is, isn't he? And I mean, you know, we, we mentioned Rance being the danger man last week. Well, you know, it's very rare that you see a player like um, uh, Rance, who is such an uh, attacking offensive player, mm. uh, you know, really having to worry about um, the bloke on him, the direct yeah. opponent that was Wietering. And Wietering was truly keeping uh, Rance honest. And um, the thing with Wietering, I, I think he's so good in the one-on-one contest. You, you don't always back him every time the mm. ball comes in. And he's, you know, like you've alluded to, Tony, you know, an old head on young shoulders. He seems as though he's been there forever and a yeah. day. And he's, you know, a player of 200 games experience. He mm. just looks so relaxed and so poised. Is capable of making the right decision and is just a, 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 a very, very good play for the Carlton Club. Um, and we know that at his tender age, he's only going to get better yeah. with, with more experience, more game time, more years under his belt. Uh, did you see the uh, the incident with Rance where Rance helped Jakob into the dirt? Well, well, that's a fair point you make because that, w- that happened quite early in yeah. the game. And yeah. I think young Jakob came out of it with a hip 
problem. Mm. It was hobbling around pretty badly. I think he came off the ground for a period. Mm. So he had to weather that and um, and get through the you know the pain barrier, so mm. to speak. And he and he really he really delivered for Carlton. The longer the the, the game went on. Um, another honourable mention I'd like to make here, uh, Tone, is Jack Silvani because yeah. I thought for the limited opportunities that he did have forward, he was a, a real um, uh, danger player mm. in attack for Carlton. And um, I think with Jack, what you see is uh, the smarts, the football smarts. Yeah. You know, he knows how to make position, knows where to run, a fantastic reader of the play, and he's also very creative with the ball. So, look. These are the these are as I said are the future uh, embodied in um, our youth, you know, and um, I just think it's it's extremely exciting, and you know you want to see them as many of them played as possible, but and I think Brendan Bolton's the sort of player that will call them call blokes up and give them a chance, yeah, if they show that they're ready to go and um, they've got form on the board, you know, whether it be in the in the twos or, or wherever. Well, look, I, I think we. We understand that this year is about playing all of the new talent that we have. And what was so edifying about um, the other night was that um, that talent has potential. It has real... It seemed just on that limited exposure that we've had so far, yes, yes. it's one game, but you, you look at the context, it's uh, context. It's uh, 72,000 people at well, the G. Well, And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, and the first game of the season, there was a lot of... Uh, Build up, and there was a lot of expectation, and uh, I thought it was a. I mean, uh, the result aside, it was a. It was a contest that was compelling. Enough. Well, it was. It was, and it's. I'm glad you alluded to the 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 audience. Seventy three one three seven. It was a lot of Carlton people there, a lot of members and supporters. Yeah, the big cheers when Carlton scored, which was great. And you know why I think there was such a good turnout, Tony. Notwithstanding the fact it was the opening game of the mm. season, that's that has a fair bit to do with it. But I do think the Rank and file, our supporters and members get it. They understand mm. where Carlton is at, what it's trying to achieve, where it's going, and that the future is in the youth. And and I'm sure that the members and supporters to a man, woman, and child uh, really appreciate seeing the future of Carlton on show mm. before them. So, all credit to the, uh, the 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 supporters for turning out and. Um, Supporting the team because it, it was great to see the, the yeah. MCG packed. It really was. Well, um, I wouldn't have been the only one there diving for the record uh, with those new numbers. Do you want to? <laughs> do you want to just talk us through them quickly, Tony? Oh. Petresky Seaton. He's got. He's uh, got number five. Yep. If, if memory serves, you know, which is a you know, fairly handy number in Carlton history. I mean, Andrew McKay will claim it. Sid Jackson will too. But yeah. great man, C. Judd, soon to be a, a board member at Carlton. Yeah, uh, made it his own, didn't he? For for so many years at the place um you know full credit to him um young patrice seat he seems like a player who's extremely level-headed yeah um i had the great fortune tony of interviewing him post-match and he, if you if you get an opportunity to see it you'll see how purposeful he is mm. in his mindset and how this was always part of the big picture for him from the time that he was a young kid all the way home at Halls Creek, yeah. he had this ambition to one day uh, run out into a senior game of AFL footy and had mentioned how, you know, if it meant him relocating to Perth along the way to try and realise that dream, so be it. Yeah. So uh, to run out round one, first senior game, that's that's a little tick to Samo Petrovsky seaton And I think we're going to see a lot more of him because he's... Um, 
he's a he's a man on a journey like so many of the young players, and I, I think he'll be a really, really great player for Carlton um, in the weeks, months and years to come. We certainly hope. Caleb Marchbank, he's got what number? Um, Caleb Marchbank, if memory serves, is 22. Oh, okay, Glenn Manton's number. I believe it's 22. Yeah. Uh, you've got me without notice here. But, uh, again, uh, a, a great find for the Carlton Football Club. Of course, has Carlton pedigree. You know, he's... he's um, I think great uh, the uncle of his great great grandfather was Jim Marchbank, who's a two-time premiership player at oh. Carlton uh, in the early days under Jack Worrell, mm. um, the axeman from um, uh, I think he was down down might have been Eastern Victoria um, was a great player in his own right for the Carlton Football Club. So there is a there is a. Um, a bona fide Carlton connection here, and he's just so thrilled to be part of the part of the fold now. And as I said earlier, he looks like a a, a player that will really tie down the key defensive post for the next the better part of the next decade. Oh, that's exciting stuff. Now, um, I guess, uh, or just a quote from uh, Brendan Bolton. I think we've we've touched on this just before. Tone, we had five teenagers, about seven players under twenty one, and three debutants. So. I think in the in the context of that, I mean, Richmond um, uh, haven't had those list changes uh, to the same extent that no, we they had. Haven't. Um, they had, uh, I guess, more expectation than we did. Yes. Um, given that, I thought the result was, was good for Carlton. It, it, look, it was because, again, um, there's no ambiguity with, with Carlton and where it's at. Everyone yeah. knows that, you know, this is a, you know, and it's been well recorded, obviously, this is a, a serious rebuild. Uh, the The... The club won't deviate from that objective to promote youth. It will have to keep its nerve because um, there's a lot of external noise, criticism of Carlton for, yep. you know... That's, where, where, that's already started in the media. Oh, it's, yeah. uh, it took them a while, didn't it, Tony? Yeah. One round yeah, in yeah, and yeah. Uh, they're already gunning for us. But I, I think um, Brendan Bolton and, and the coaching panel won't waver or deviate from mm. the objective here. It's just to get as many games into these young fellows as is humanly possible. And um, I just think, um, you know, we all strap ourselves in for the ride and let's see where it takes us because um, the only way is up and I think yeah. that's where it's going to go. Uh, yeah. And that's that's exciting. It's, it's probably, what do they say? It's as much about the journey as it is yes. the destination. Yes. And I think that's true. I don't know if that was... Uh, W. Churchill would no, say that tone. I, I think it was Mahatma Coate. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, we are going to wear a bit of hurt between now and the end of the season, but it, it, it will not be for naught. Now, Tone... Um, Can I interject for a minute? When yes, we were over, You asked about numbers too, yes. and uh, young Jared Pickett, uh, number 33, and he ah. did tell me that uh, that's homage to the great Cyril Rioli. Ah. So uh, if he's half... As decent as Cyril, yep. we'll, uh, we're in for a, um, a rather exciting uh, era ahead from, from him. Indeed. Or, you know, great honour to the great Matty Hogg. Um, now, <laughs> Very true. Uh, your three votes, Tone. Well, look, I found it difficult, but uh, again, in keeping with the philosophy of the Carlton Football Club, I'm going with youth uh, for two of my three vote-getters. I'd like to award one vote to um, Jakob Wietering. Yay. I thought he was superb yes. um, and, and really kept um, uh, Rance honest in the contest of the, on, on Thursday night. Two votes I give to um, another Carlton first gamer, Caleb Marchbank. Um, well played, son. Great to see you out there strutting your stuff. And three votes I gave to our ruckman, uh, Matty Cruiser. Oh. Because I don't think Jeez I've seen Louise. him. I don't think I've seen him move as well as he did on Thursday night 
at any other stage of his career. And I suppose what we see with Cruiser is um, the legacy of a full pre-season. He's probably never had a go at um, a full pre-season preparation going into any season since he's been at the club. So we saw, you know, what um, how free he was, yeah. you know, the capacity to rove his own hit outs. Yes. Um, and I ponder, I, I put this to you, Tony. When when we get um, Andrew Phillips back, mm. um, could we actually see a following division of of Phillips, Cruiser as Ruck Rover and, and Cripps oh. in midfield? You've got all these blokes as six foot four, five plus. Yeah. Uh, imagine imagine being an opposition midfielder. You've yeah. got. The, these giants walking around um, causing havoc in midfield. So I, I, it'll be very interesting to see what happens to the dynamic yeah. when Andrew Phillips returns. Because what, what, what is the status with him? Well, well, it's a good question. Uh, I notice he's running again. I don't believe he's resumed full match practice. Um, so uh, maybe still a little while away. But the main thing he's up and about again, and we can't get him back quick enough. But yeah. but it will be interesting to see. The dynamic when he returns, what, what will happen to Matt Cruiser? Will they share ruck duties? Will, yeah. will Phillips's presence mean Cruiser goes forward? Um, it'll just be very interesting to see. I, I think the good thing about that, it's a good problem for Bolton to have yeah. because it'll mean he'll, he'll have more options. So I, I was thinking about that the other night, how important a player Andrew Phillips actually is mm. for, from the point of view of Carlton's on on field structures, yeah, you know, and uh, when he when he comes back, that will be a very pleasant problem for for Brendan Bolton to um to have. But, um, just on Cruz, he, he moved with confidence. He, he did, um, and yeah, there was there was a surety about um his decision making. Oh and, yeah, and that was great to see. It was great to see, and you know, there's a man that uh, had faith in 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 his body yeah. and what it was capable of doing, and it's probably fair to say that uh, for. A long, long time, Matty's body hasn't allowed him to do what he wanted. Yeah, what he wanted to do, or is capable of doing on a football field. So, all power to him, and let's just hope that he can keep his his body right and uh, and uh, withstand the uh, the the rigours of a, a challenging 2017 season. I'm into that, brother. Yep, yep. Um, now, before we uh, before we preview the Melbourne Carlton game, which is on uh, Sunday, this Sunday, second of April, at the MCG at three twenty. So, the obvious question we have for the Richmond game is. Who was on Dusty? That is a damned good question. <laughs> I, I would love to know. I, I read uh, during the week, Tone, how um, the tagger is a thing of the past. Really? I tell you what, after round one, yeah. I, I reckon there still might be a, uh, a career in it for uh, someone uh, likely. Funny, reflecting on it now, um, you know, I'm just wondering whether a player like Sam Kerridge might have been mm. uh, not a bad go-to man just to play that yeah. Totally shut down negative role on on Martin, but maybe uh, you know I told I mentioned earlier how the coaching staff have to keep their nerve, mm. and maybe there's a bigger picture at play here. That, you know that the, the, the game plan's all about you know playing front foot attacking, uh, you know uh, uncompromising footy mm. and going at it hard. But yeah, look, I mean. You know, Martin kicked forward, didn't he, as a midfielder and uh, pushing and, uh, forward, admittedly. Yeah. But w- was, um, yeah, he had it on the string, didn't he? He Thursday really night. did. And, and look, it was great to watch, I've got to say. It was. Um, it was. And, you know, fair play to him. He played an amazing game. No. Um, now, uh, as I said, Melbourne Carlton, 2nd of April, uh, MCG. It's uh, this Sunday at 3.20. Tone. Yes, yeah. And off a terrific second half turnaround against St Kilda at Eddie Head Stadium. Um, 
obviously the players will have um, taken a lot of confidence out of that contest, and um, they appear to be seeing themselves for you know almost a landmark season. The Melbourne players, perhaps they are where we want to be. Maybe they're yes. maybe they're a year or two ahead in, their, in terms of their development. But again, I think for current supporters looking on, maybe you know you look at Melbourne as the uh, as the model there, uh, and you think you know that it hasn't been long that you know players like. Petrarca and Brasher have been together at the club, but look at the look at the improvement. You know, and the improvement's dramatic. Uh, so we're continuing continuing pretty quickly. Um, so, you know, in, in respect of the game Sunday, Tony, yes, it'll be a, an enormous challenge for um, the Carlton players once again. Uh, but uh, look, I'm sure they'll approach it. You know, uh, in the right manner, they'll certainly be up for the task, and uh, actually look forward to seeing um, two young teams. You know, mm. pit their skills against one another. You know, and uh, it may well be that in Carlton and Melbourne we see uh, two teams that are going to be fairly ferocious competitors. You know, in the in the um, sh- medium to long term uh, ahead. You know, um, uh, you mentioned um, off air earlier, uh, Tony uh, Jesse Hogan, and who may stand him. Well, maybe you give Sam Rowe a crack at, at mm. Hogan first. I mean, Ray did a pretty good job on Jack Revolt, keeping yeah. him to one. Yeah. Um, and you know the ball was getting in there a fair bit. So, um, so maybe we look at we look at Sam Rowe as the uh, starter there. Um, the the prospect of someone like Vietering uh, yeah. standing Jesse Hogan is an interesting one too. But perhaps they'll be looking at Jakob to um, find the big ones at the other end. So, yeah. uh, but you know what we do know is well, that might fire. Well, he might, you know, you know, and so Ben and Bolton's got a lot of options there. So uh, let's see how it pans out. But uh, it'll be an enormous test for for um, the Carlton players come Sunday because Melbourne look the goods, yeah. don't they? They yeah. really do. They, yeah, they they look like they're going to uh, earn and keep their spot in the top. They eight. do. They do. Now, Tone, um, just uh, I love piffing the odd history question your way. Can we talk about players who have played for both clubs or um, have gone either way? Sean Charles is the first one, I think. Sean Charles, I remember Sean Charles. It, it was tragic because he was so. I think I can recall Sean Charles and and David Schwartz. Uh, the, you know, there was a double act in that final against mm. Carlton. They really lifted for that game and put us to the sword. Yeah, um, can't remember the year off the top, but we're very good in that game in that particular game. At final, that wasn't only four. Was may it? well have been. Yeah, and then Sean Charles ended up at Carlton and yeah. tragically broke his leg in his one and only appearance for the club. Yeah, um, it, it ended a, re- a really promising career because Sean Charles had all the tricks. He, he was he was a genuine yeah. football talent, and I remember not long after that game, he basically disappeared. And I can remember I was I was working at the Herald Sun at the time, yeah. and they sent me to, I think it was Barmer. Right up on the Murray, yeah. and I tracked him down on a, a on an Aboriginal settlement. Wow! And it was that time of his life where he just needed to get away, yeah. you know. And he he felt that he was at home. He was a nice fellow, Sean Charles. And I often wondered wonder mm. what's become of him, you know, how yeah. he's getting on, uh, what he's up to. But it was it was tragic in terms of his footy because he could play, yeah. and yet injury that shocking broken leg really cruel his career. Mm. So yes, there's one there's Sean one, Charles. There's well, there's uh, Ron Brassi. Well, the great, the great yeah. Ronald Dale, you know, um, uh, you know, it's still, um, I mean, I still think of it as the greatest 
recruiting coup in football yeah. history, and that's Judd included. Mm. You know, when you think of, uh, of, of the implications to both Carlton and Melbourne, mm. with Barassi leaving, I mean, it's, it's quite staggering. Yeah. I, think, I think Carlton have taken eight premierships since, and Melbourne are, are still uh, haven't been to the mountaintop since 64. Um, uh, you know, what, what, a, what a legacy Ron Barassi left at, at Carlton and Melbourne, let's, mm. let's be honest. You know, um, 17 for 10, wasn't it? 17 grand yeah. finals for 10 premierships. It's a staggering state. And North Melbourne in there as well. Well, well, that's right, North yeah. Melbourne and, of course, Sydney and then back to Melbourne yeah. again. Um, what a great football man, you know. And um, I don't know if he'll be there... I don't know if you're there on uh, Sunday, Ron, but you know, it'd be great to see the great man out there, if, if at all possible. Indeed. Well, it'd be great to see as many uh, of us uh, in the great, uh, the old dark navy blue. Again, that time, uh, Sunday, 2nd of April at 3.20pm. Get yes. on down there. Go Blues for Sunday. Tony DeBolfo. Great to see you back, Tony. And Tony Moakley. And we'll be, we will be back with episode three of The Two Tones next week.